This is your boy DJ Gloire right here on the Ultimate Engine Show. We back once again with another episode right here and today is going to be another interesting show. We are talking about one of the most famous brands known globally and basically this brand is a car brand that has been around like since forever basically. And why um apart from it being famous what it actually is famous for is for producing more um vehicles that are rather more off-roader and stuff like that not only off-roader but they they work very well off-road and on the road and it's a very sporty suv type of manufacturing company so i believe by that statement you might or might not have a clue of what we're saying but anyway we are going to be speaking about a specific brand now i'm not going to reveal it just yet because you better listen to the show but yes like i said we have a whole lot of juicy stuff to share about this brand and basically we're taking it back to the original we're gonna give you some brief information about how the brand started and everything like that you know how we do our reviews right here on active fm um on ultimate engines i meant to say yes so we give you information on how the company started and basically give you the lowdown so if you don't know now you know anyway we are going to be speaking about a specific brand like i said i will not mention it yet to you right now i'm going to mention it on our second section but you know how you can listen to our shows and where you can catch us you can catch us on instagram which is at activefm777 that's on instagram you can catch us on facebook which is forward slash activefm you can catch us on twitter which is at activefm um, you can also go to our website, which is www.activefm.co.za. I wish I could do a super speed, fast, I don't know, speaking tone or something like that. I mean, I feel like that would just make the show like so super awesome. Like, I don't know. Like, if, if I could rap so fast, like at the speed of lightning or something, but then you wouldn't hear what I say. Anyway, that's not part of the show. So, yes um that is just the information that i'm going to give you for this section and also i gave you the handles the um social media handles where you can catch us so yes this is dj growl you are tuned into active fm ultimate engine show and yes peace out here's a song by limo blaze and this one is titled forever active fm christ music is hot music <laughs> You're tuned into Active FM. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Blood. I've got this dream I've been chasing so long. So hard, I've been here all alone. The good and the bad, you seen it all. The ups and the downs, you seen it all. I followed the path, I need with the ex, but I can't understand. Why is it taking? Why is it taking forever? Why is it taking? My dreams are taking forever. Why is it taking? Yeah. Why is it taking forever now? My mama told me I'd be a But why is it taking forever? Feels like home, my dreams have been keeping me awake And I just keep asking myself, how long, how long will this take? 
How long, how long would it take before I be touring the globe and be killing the shows? How long, how long would it take before I be selling the concerts in Madison Square? How long, how long would it take before I be signing these deals and receiving these checks? How long, how long would it take before I get paid a couple more zeros for a show? 'Cause I've got this dream I've been chasing so long. I've worked so hard, I've been here all alone. The good and the bad, you've seen it all. I've seen the downs, you've seen it all. I followed the path, he with the axe, but I can't understand why is it taking? Oh yeah, why is it taking forever? Why is it taking? Oh yeah, my dreams are taking forever. Why is it taking? Yeah, why is it taking forever now? My mama told me I'd be a star, but why is it taking forever? Yeah, it feels like all my dreams have been keeping me awake. And I just keep asking myself, how long, how long would this take? How long, how long would it take before they recognize my efforts and pass me a crown? How long, how long would it take before I be able to buy what my parents would call? How long, how long would it take before I can prove to the world that it now is my time? How long, how long would it take before I get paid a couple more zeros for the show? 'Cause I've got this dream I've been chasing so long. Watch so hard, I've been here all alone. The good and the bad, you've seen it all. The ups and the downs, you've seen it all. I followed the path, I deal with the X, but I can't understand. Hey, why every time I rise, my aim is hope. The words of Martin Luther King, a dear to quote. I have a dream, though I'm broke, still try to leave every beat of the dream. Here inside is no. You ain't gotten to the top yet. You ain't gotten to the top yet. But who defines what the top is? Who defines what success is? 'Cause if I look back, you went on the same. Point started. So if you ask me, I think you're being successful already. But you haven't waited for that chance to wait to own a Ferrari. Uh, but it's far from that. You make a lap every time you make these plans. A single step begins every time the mind. So don't stop running to the finish line, yeah. I know it seems like forever. When you gon' make it big, I tell you never. Trust me, my brother, I've been through this weather, and I promise you that it only gets better. Hey. Yes, I promise you that it only gets better. Yeah, I promise you that it only gets better. Oh, oh it only gets better. Yeah, I know it's still like forever. Okay, so we are back. Yes, we are back, and yes, um, uh, we are about to reveal or unveil. The topic, and yes, the company that you have been waiting to hear about. We are going to be speaking about Range Rover, which is basically it's a brand that comes from the brand Land Rover. And if you know Land Rover, you know that um, before they actually started manufacturing like base cars that we can use on our everyday basis, they were actually used a long time ago in the beginning for armies and stuff like that basically they were used to transport soldiers and stuff when they go for battle and now we have a whole land rover range rover line and it produces the top luxurious suv brand type cars so yes we are talking about range rover specifically and obviously with some information on the land rover because the land rover is a parent parent brand basically to the range rover so anyway 
The Land Rover Range Rover, generally known simply as a Range Rover, is a full-sized luxury sport utility vehicle and if you want the abbreviated version is SUV and it's from Land Rover, a mark of Jaguar Land Rover. The Range Rover was launched in 1970 by British Leland and the flagship model is now in its fourth generation. Jaguar Land Rover has also extended the use of Land Rover Range Rover sub-brand with the introduction of Range Rover Evoque, the Range Rover Velar and the Range Rover Rover Sport. And basically we're going to go into the history of the Rover Company. So the Rover Company originator of the Land Rover mark was experimenting with a larger model than the Land Rover series in 1951 when the Rover P4 based two-wheel drive Road Rover project was developed by Gordon Bashford. This was shelved in 1958 and the, the idea lay dormant until 1966 when engineers Spen King and Bashford set to work on a new model. In 1967, the first Range Rover prototype was built, number plate SYE157F, and with classic Range Rover shape discernible, but with a different front grille and headlight configuration. The design of the Range Rover was finalized in 1969. 26 Vela Engineering Development vehicles were built between 1969 and 1970 and were road registered with the number plates. YVB151H though being chassis number 3 the vehicle YVB153H is believed to have been the first production line as a vehicle in what in that color in that color was urgently required for marketing the Vela name was derived from the Italian velare meaning to veil or to cover Range Rover development engineer Jeff Miller used the name as a decoy for registering pre-production Range Rovers. The Vela company was registered in London and produced 40 pre-production vehicles that were built between 1967 and 1970. Most of these Vela pre-production vehicles are accounted for and have survived into preservation. The Range Rover was launched in 1970. In the early 1970s, the Musée du Louvre in Paris exhibited a Range Rover as an exemplary work of industrial design. In 1972, the British Trans-Americans Expedition became the first vehicle-based based expedition to traverse the Americas from north to south, including traversing the roadless Darien Gap. The specially modified Range Rovers used for the expedition are now, are now on display in the British Motor Industry Heritage Trust Collection are at Gaden, Warwickshire. Between 1974 and 1987, the Land Rover vehicles were only sold in the United States through the grey market. The Land Rover company began selling the Range Rover officially in the US on 16th of March 1987. From that time until 1983, the US marketing was all in the name of Range Rover because it was the only model offered in the American market in 1993. With the arrival of the Defender 110 and the imminent arrival of the Land Rover Discovery, the company's US sales were under the name Land Rover North America. In 2004, Land Rover launched another model under the Range Rover brand, the Range Rover Sport which was based on the Land Rover Discovery platform. But their new Range Rover Sport has the latest Range Rover 
platform. In 2011, the Range Rover Evoque was launched. Well, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's some new information to me. The, Land, the Range Rover Evoque was released in 2011. I mean, okay, maybe it's probably because I haven't been a big Range Rover fan, but I thought the Range Rover was only released like in around about 20, 2016 or something, 2017 maybe. I mean, I never seen a Range Rover Evoque before, but it's obviously clear that I'm not a Range Rover fan because um, I believe the Range Rovers that we are seeing now, the Range Rover Evoque rather, is probably a predecessor of the older Range Rovers. But anyway, we're go just going to move on. So, so we are going to give you a breakdown of the different generations of the Range Rover vehicles. So we're going to go with firstly with the first generation, which basically production started in between 1979 to 1996. The first generation Range Rover was produced between 1970 and 1996. It was available only in a two-door body until 1981, although prior to this, four-door models were produced by specialist firms. Unlike other 4x4s such as the Jeep Wagoner, Wagoneer, the original Range Rover was not designed as a luxury type vehicle as a luxury type vehicle. While certainly upmarket compared to preceding Land Rover models, the early Range Rovers had fairly basic utilitarian interiors with vinyl seats and plastic dashboards that were designed to be washed down with a hose. The convenience features such as power steering, carpeted floors, air conditioning, clothes slash leather seats and wooden interior trim were fil were fitted later. The Range Rover was a body frame designed with a box section ladder type chassis. Like the contemporary series Land Rovers, the Range Rover Rover used coil springs as opposed to leaf springs, permanent four-wheel drive and four-wheel disc brakes. The Range Rover was originally powered by various Rover, 8, Rover V8 engines and diesel engines. Originally, the Range Rover was fitted with a detuned 130 horsepower version of the brake-derived Rover V8 engine in 1984. The engine was fitted with the Lucas fuel injection, boosting power to 155 horsepower. The 3.5-liter engine was bought out to a displacement of 3.9 liters for the 1990 model year and 4.2 liters for the 108-inch long wheelbase Vogue LSE. In North America, one of the first significant changes came in 1981 with the introduction of a four-door body. Shortly after twin thermal fan technology was introduced to reduce significant overheating problems, 1970s, 1970s models experienced in Australia. In 1988, LR introduced a 2.4-liter turbo diesel badged Vogue Turbo D arrived with a 122 horsepower manufactured by Italian VM Motori. The same engine was also available in the Rover SD1 passenger car. The diesel project was was codenamed Project Beaver. During the project, 12 world records were broken, including the fastest diesel SUV to reach 100 meters per hour, and the furthest a the furthest a diesel SUV has traveled in 24 hours in 1990. Project Other Project Otter was unveiled. This was a mildly tuned 2.5 liter 
119PHP version of the Beaver 2.4 in 1992. Land Rover finally introduced their own diesel engines in the Range Rover beginning with the 111BHP, first released in the Land Rover Discovery and following in 1994 the 300TDI again with 111BHP. So now we're going into the second generation basically produced in between 1994 to 2002. So, 25 years after the introduction of the original Range Rover, the second generation model designation P38A was introduced for the 1995 model year, based on the 8 inches, which is basically 20 centimeters longer chassis of the old LWB model, and with an updated version of the Rover 8 V8 engine, the Rover V8 engine, there was also the option for a 2.5 liter BMW 6 cylinder turbo diesel with a Bosch injection pump. This was the first diesel injection with electronic controls in a Land Rover before common, before common rails were introduced. This was a result of BMW's subsequent ownership of Rover Group and hence the Land Rover brand. The new model offered more equipment and premium trims, positioning the vehicle more strongly above Land Rover Discovery than the old original to meet the increased competition in the SUV marketplace. This model was the last to feature the Rover V8 and interior leather supplied by Connelly who went out of the business in 2002. It was the first model to feature satellite navigation as an option. So that was the first that was the first and second generation of the Range Rover Land Rover the Land Rover Range Rover um production car type. Okay. That was the first section and basically we discussed the first and second edition of or should I say first and second generation of the Land Rover Range Rover and we're just going to go into a quick breather and after this we are going to basically close off the show with some more interesting info so peace out and yeah listen to this hello this is evangelist daniel kalenda and you're listening to active fm remember christ music is heart music hey guys listen listen word on the street is that the new active worship inception album is out <gasps> what so now album is out. You can get it on Spotify and iTunes. Inception, going back to the original. Okay, so we're back from that quick breather. Now we're going into the third generation of the Land Rover Range Rover and basically the production happened in between 2002 to 2012. So in 2002, third generation model was introduced which saw the model move further up market. Planned and developed under BMW's ownership, the third generation was to share components and systems and systems with BMW 7 series. It was designed to accommodate BMW's 4.4 liter M62 V8 engines for future models. The manual transmission was dropped entirely leaving only the automatic. The 7 series electronic systems was being phased out during the development 
of the third generation Range Rover and being replaced with the electronics of BMW's 5 Series. Note that there was three generations of the L322 from 2002 until 2005. Was the aforementioned M62 BMW V8 engine with ZF5HP224 transmission going along to 2006 until 2009, a 4.4 liter Jaguar derived engine alongside a 4.2 liter supercharged variant of the Jaguar and from 2002 to 2004 the L322 saw a standard BMW E39 electric system from 2005-2009. The L322 saw an updated Jaguar derived electrics system with fiber optics and Bluetooth. From 2010 to 2012, the L322 saw an updated Jaguar derived electrics, the first modern feeling system. In MY06, the first, the first exterior update was applied with a slight facelift of front fascia tall lamps. Some other slight differences can be found on the supercharged variant the second exterior update was in 2010 bringing a true modern feel to the l322 with new first year tail lamps side grills and clear side marks the interior stayed relatively the same with exclusion supercharged trim black piano finish until 2006 when an updated interior was released another major change was in 2010 so now just a bit of information on the fourth generation which basically started from 2012 to present the fourth generation range rover codenamed l405 was exhibited in september 2012 at the 2012 paris motor show um hybrid ranges such um, range rover has hybrid ranges and basically the range rover hybrid is diesel powered hybrid electric model unveiled at the 2013 frankfurt motor show um, the ordering process began in September 2013 and retail deliveries in Europe were stated to start in early 2014. So that is it on our Range Rover cars and that is it for the Active FM Ultimate Engine show. Unfortunately, we have to um, say our goodbyes, but before we leave, we always give you our platform so you know where to catch us. Um, if you want to catch us, just listen to the beginning of the show and you can catch us. But if you feel like it, you're too lazy to go back there. Well, guess what? I'm going to give it to you. So you can catch us on Active FM 77. You can catch us at Active FM 777. That's Instagram. Catch us on forward slash Active FM. That's Facebook. Um, you can catch us on Twitter, which is at Active FM. And yes, this is me signing out. I hope you have a lovely Thursday and I'm out. Bye.
Praise goes for 